Hello, hello, and welcome to the Nutrition and Mindset Podcast. I am your host, Jake Murphy, and this is my weekly podcast where I create short and personal episodes dedicated to helping you live your greatest life in a body and mind that you love. Let's go. What's happening, people? I hope you're doing great today. I'm very well. Thanks for asking. Welcome back to the podcast and today I want to discuss the vastly popular trend, intermittent fasting. I'm going to touch on what actually is intermittent fasting, benefits of fasting, how it impacts fat loss and actually how to implement it should you be something you want to you know, factor into your lifestyle. So let's get into it shall we? So intermittent fasting. Isn't that like starvation? Like, no. Like, fasting differs from starvation in one crucial way, and that is control. Starvation is involuntary absence of food for a long period of time, which can lead to severe suffering or even death. Fasting, on the other hand, (laughs) on a lighter note, is... A voluntary withholding of food for spiritual, health or other reasons. It's done by someone who's not underweight and thus has enough stored body fat to live off. Intermittent fasting done right should not cause suffering and it would certainly not cause death. Don't disclaim that though. (laughs) I'm only joking. So simply stated, intermittent fasting is essentially cycling between periods of fasting and eating. And it is currently a very popular method to lose weight and improve health. But there is nothing wrong, there's nothing new actually, sorry, about fasting. In fact, intermittent fasting may actually be an ancient secret of health. And it is ancient because it's been practiced throughout all of human history. It's a secret because... This potentially powerful habit has had until recently in many ways have been virtually forgotten, especially regarding our health. See, intermittent fasting can provide significant health benefits if it's done right, including weight loss, treatment, uh, treatment of type 2 diabetes and many other things. Plus, it can save you time and money naturally because you're not eating, are you? So, for example, you may want to fast between dinner and breakfast the next day, for example. Uh, a period of 12 to 14 hours. And so, in that sense, intermittent fasting should be considered as part of everyday life. So, you start eating at 6 o'clock. You go to bed. While you're sleeping, you're fasting. You wake up and you don't have your next meal to 1 o'clock in the, in the uh, next day. That's a period of intermittent fasting. See, consider the term breakfast, break fast. This refers to the meal that breaks your fast, obviously, which is done daily. Rather than being some sort of cruel and unusual punishment, the English language interplicitly acknowledges that fasting should be performed daily, even for a short period of time. And a lot of the health gurus out there, bodybuilders mentors, health optimizations, cancer researchers, the lot, they all recommend it. So, 
The most important section that most of you are probably looking into intermittent fasting about, and that is weight loss. You see, at its very core, intermittent fasting simply allows the body to use its stored energy. For example, burning off excess fat. It is important to realise that this is normal and humans have evolved to fast for short periods, hours or days, without detrimental health consequences. See, body fat is merely food energy that has been stored away. So if you don't eat, your body will simply eat its own body, its own fat for energy. See, life is all about balance. The good and the bad, the yin and the yang. And the same applies to eating and fasting. Fasting, after all, is simply the flip side of eating. So if you're not eating, you're fasting. But here's how it works. When we eat, more food energy is ingested. It can be immediately used. And some of this energy must be stored for later use. The insulin here is the key hormone involved in the storage of food energy from carbohydrates. See, insulin rises when we eat, helping to store excess energy in two separate ways. Carbohydrates are broken down into individual glucose sugar units, which can be linked into long chains to form glycogen, which is then stored to the liver or muscle. You see, two complementary food energy so, uh, storage systems in our it actually exist in our bodies. One is easily accessible, but with limited storage space, which is the glycogen, can't talk now <laughs> and the other is difficult to access because it's almost unlimited storage space which is body fat see the process goes in reverse when we do not eat which is intermittent fasting insulin levels insulin levels fall signaling the body to stop burning stored energy as no more is coming through from food when blood glucose falls the body must now pull glucose out of storage to burn for energy so glycogen, glycogen is most easily accessible energy source. So it's broken down into glucose molecules to provide energy for the body's other cells. And this can provide enough energy to power much of the body's need for 24 to 36 hours. So after that, though, the body will primarily break down fat for energy. So the body only really exists in two states. The fed, which is insulin high state. And the fasted state, which is insulin low. So either way, we are storing food energy and decreasing our stores. But when we're burning energy, decreasing, it's either one or the other. So eating and fasting are balanced and there's, there should be no net weight change. But if we start eating the minute we roll out of bed and don't stop until we go to bed, Again, we spend almost of our time in a fed state. See, over time we may gain weight because we've not allowed our body any time to actually burn stored energy. So, intermittent fasting is the most obvious benefit, is weight loss. And that's why the, the craze is about. But there is many other benefits beyond this. See, fasting periods are often called cleanses or detoxifications. The idea is similar. It's to abstain from eating food for a certain period of time, often for health reasons. 
So many people imagine that this period of abstinence from food would be to clear the body systems of toxins and rejuvenate them. And it actually may be more correct than, than we know. The thing is, intermittent fasting does offer flexibility. You can fast or as long as or as short as you like, but fast longer than a few days may require medical supervision. Generally, shorter fasts are done more frequently. And the most common protocol that you will often hear around is the 16-8 method. So this way of doing fasting involves daily fasting for 16 hours. So it's often, you know, it's said about the eight-hour eating window. You eat all your meals in that eight-hour time period and then fast for the remaining 16 hours. And you can do that daily. And obviously you factor in your sleep, which is part of the fasting period. So, for example, you may eat all your meals within, say, from 11 o'clock in the morning to 7 o'clock at night. Generally means skipping breakfast. Some people prefer to skip dinner instead. It depends on your lifestyle. So it typically involves eating two or three meals within this eight period of time. It depends on your calories that you need for that day to still lose weight. It can be simply used as a tool. So your 24-hour fast lasts from dinner to dinner, for example. So 8 o'clock one day, 8 o'clock the next day. We don't actually go full day without eating since you were still taking one meal on that fasting day from eight till eight. So it's not a full it's almost yeah, it is basically a twenty four hour fast, but you know what I mean. But during you like a work day, it is quite easily done. Because you can simply drink your morning cup of coffee. Black coffee, of course, though. You don't want to add milk or sugar, so it's excess calories. But And then you can just skip breakfast. And you can work through lunch and get home in time for dinner. And it saves time and money. You know, there's no clean-up after cooking. You save an hour at lunchtime while you're working. You can go for a walk and really clear your head if needs be. I often do this myself. And you can be home for dinner without anybody realising that you've had a fast for 24 hours, unless you moaned about it. <laughs> but then the next thing you're probably thinking now is how do you manage hunger? But the most important thing to realise about hunger is it usually passes like a wave. You see, many people worry that hunger, about hunger during fasting will continue to, to build until it's intolerable. But it's not usually the case. Like I said, it comes in a wave. Sometimes you simply ignore it and drink a cup of black coffee or tea or drink a lot of water. Because oftentimes we do actually mistake thirst for hunger. So I'll give you some top tips for intermittent fasting to curb hunger. Obviously, number one, drink water. Number two, stay busy. Number three, drink black coffee or tea. Number four, ride it out. Sometimes you just pull. You don't have to eat straight away as soon as you feel hungry. I'd say if you want to try it, try it for at least four weeks and see how it works into your lifestyle. 
I would often suggest drop your carbohydrates lower when you are eating because it will reduce hunger and it will uh, help with the hunger hormone ghrelin. And obviously the last one, don't binge after fasting. This is where a lot of people go wrong. They think because they're fasted and they're in a fasted state, they often cause they've often jump into it and almost restrict foods from not not eating when they've usually been eating all the time, and then they'll just go off on a binge, and then basically put themselves in a surplus, and then therefore not lose weight. Because, like I said, it is like in terms of weight loss, it is just a tool to use. To restrict your eating window so you can still f- therefore lose weight, but you control your portions and, like I said, your eating window. But if you're fasting and then you'll come home and have a, a couple of large meals or a couple of large pizzas, they're 1,500 calories each, which is, you know, you're eating 3,000 calories and for you to lose weight, you need 1,600 calories. You're naturally going to be in a surplus and you're not going to lose weight. So, just a last touch. How do you actually break fast? Not you know, not, not breakfast. How do you break a fast? And the answer is gently. <laughs> See, the longer you fast, the more gentle you might have to be. Eating too much of a large meal after fasting, like I said, a mistake that we've all done, even myself, that can give you stomachache. And this is why this is hardly serious. People usually learn quickly to eat as normally as possible after a fast. So just ease your way back into it. Like I said, I mentioned before, drop your carbohydrates a bit. So to conclude, for fat loss, it is simply a tool to help regulate your calories throughout the day. Because it's simply eating less than you would usually. And I said, I often refer clients to use intermittent fasting round near the weekend for example so you know say if you're going out with your friends friday night and you want to go out and a drink and have some food then i would suggest to clients fast during the day and then break fast when you get home from work for example have a light meal and then that way you've got calories saved up or banked for the later that night and therefore you will still be in a deficit and you'll still lose weight and for the health benefits for intermittent fasting These include lower insulin, better concentration, reduction of inflammation, and much more. So I've rambled on for enough now. I'd say that's it for today's episode. Drop me a message uh, on Instagram at Jake Murphy Nutrition if you want to try intermittent fasting and how it can actually help you out. Um, And yeah, I think that's it. Much love. Stay safe. In the meantime, please feel free to DM me on Instagram at Jake Murphy Nutrition and ask me any questions you want to know about that I could make into an episode. Or maybe you want to slide into my DMs about fat loss, about confidence, or whether that be one-on-one coaching, meal plans, training plans, or you simply want to chat. So thanks for listening to me, and I'll catch you on the flippity flop. Wait, no, I apologise for that. See ya.